Kutai Sichas, Chilak Yud, Parshas Chaya, Sarah, the first Sicha. In this week's Parsha, it tells us that after Sarah passes, passes away, Avram Avinu goes to Chavrain and wants to purchase a cover for her. And when he comes there, he tells the people that he wants to buy a cover for his wife, Sarah. The people tell him that you are a Nasi Besaycheinu, and we'll give you whatever field you want, and you can, and we'll give it to you even for free. So Avram Ravinu replies back to them that he wants a specific kever. He wants specifically Ma'ar Smechpeila, which belongs to Ephraim, and he wants to pay Kesef Malay. He does not want it for free. So Kesef Malay, Rashi translates that means that he wants to pay the full value of the field, he, uh, uh, and he doesn't want to get it for free. So in this Sicha, we're going to see a second possible interpretation of these words, and, and therefore explaining the story somewhat differently, and we're going to explain why Rashi wants to explains it specifically in the way that it means that he wants to pay the full value. After that, we're going to see a beautiful uh, beer, Yenish um, Hotaira, uh, and also in, in Yonimu Floim, how this Rashi also explains another topic in Halacha. So let's start. So on the Pasik, and you will give, and he will give to me, the Mars Machpela, and with a kes of Malay, with a kes of Malay, he will give it to me. Meaning Avram Ravinu speaking, saying that he wants Ephraim to give him the field, but he wants him to give him with kes of Malay. This is Avram Ravinu still speaking with Bnei Ches, uh, telling them that he doesn't want to take any fields for free. He wants a very specific field from Ephraim, and he wants to pay for it. So Pirish Rashi, because of Malay Ashalim, Kol Shivya, with kes of Malay means I will pay its complete value. David similarly by David he tells Araina, Aravna, sorry, Aravna with Kesef Mali. This uh, takes place. Uh, then David Amalek wants to build the base of Migdash in Yushalayim, so he buys the threshing field that belongs to Aravna, and Aravna offers to give it to him for free, and David Amalek replies, no, he doesn't want to take anything for free. He doesn't want any bring up free oilus uh, to Hashem. Rather, he's going to pay him with Kesef Mali. So the question is, what's Rashi telling us with Kesef Malay, with uh, full silver, which means its entire value? This is Pashup Shan in the Pasik. You don't need Rashi to tell you when it says there are uh, Kesef Mali Nanuli that he wants to buy it with, with uh, its complete value. And Bez Maya Raya Mikasif Mali Shibidivra Hayamit Maakashi Isa Halasha Mamash and Namra Bakashalafanenu. Second question is if for whatever reason Kasif Mali could be interpreted in different ways, what's the proof that Rashi is bringing from uh Davana Malach in Divri Hayamim Shalakhaira? It's exactly the same Lashan. So if we don't know what the words mean in our Pasik, we're also not gonna know what it means by Davana Malach. Bez. So some of Forshim, this is the, the aim, the Bear Maim Chaim. Some of Forshim, Forshim of Rashi want to explain that Rashi's trying to, it's, it's an unusual expression, Kasav Malay, and therefore Rashi's bringing a proof in a sense, he's showing you that this type of language is used in other places in Tanakh. The he says, usually the, 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 the question that Rashi has is the Lashon of Malay, using the word Malay by money. The Lachayra, he says, the Lashon of Malay only fits when you can have opposites, when you could be full or it could be empty. Like we see by Kli, the Kli could be full, like by um, 
she filled up the, the card, or the, the, the bore is empty. So the card could be full, the bore could be full. So therefore, the Torah will tell us what the story is. Is it full or is it empty? But by money, you can't really say it's full or empty. Rather, you could say that it's, it's incomplete, or, it's a, or, or it is complete, or it's a small amount or very large amount. Therefore, Rashi says, I have another example where this happens by Davin Amalach. So Rashi proves that it is the way of the Psukim to use the Lashon of Malay even by Kasaf. Meaning, is even though Lachayra it's not the best expression, but Rashi says, look, Lachayra, we see that this is the way the Torah speaks when it uses the word Malay, and it does use it for. Kasef, it's somewhat, I guess, of a borrowed term that they would use. Rashi does not, and the Rashi doesn't explain why it would be used, and the Forshay Rashi do not say why the Pasuk would do that, but that's, again, not the Derech of Rashi necessarily to explain to you why. He's just trying to explain to you the Pirsha Pashan, saying this is what the word means. It means that it's, um, that, that it's, complete, uh, that it's the full value uh, of the field. Alafiza, any moving? He says, according to this, Rashi should have used a different expression. We have many Rashis uh, like this in the sense that we have, there's something in the Pasuk which isn't a common expression or common words or common idea. And therefore Rashi will say, we see this idea in other places. But he uses very specific words. He says, right? So like similarly, we find this concept by Yoyna. This is, Last week's parsha, where Hashem tells Avram we need to go to the, the mountain that He will show him. He doesn't tell him where. So Rashi tells us like Hashem wants to give the tzchar to the. Uh, he he sometimes does he he doesn't tell the tzaddikim right away where what he's um, what what they're supposed to be doing, and the purpose of that is to give him the greater tzchar. And Rashi brings a proof. We also see by the same idea that when Hashem gave him the prophecy, he just said, "Go to Ninveh, and I will tell you what you should say to them." Meaning is he didn't tell him right away what he's supposed to say. He says, when you get there, I will tell you. But the point is, the expression is v'chem b'yoyinu with that base in front. We're saying the same thing by yoyinu. But our Pasuk doesn't say that. It doesn't say v'chem David in our Rashi. It just says v'chem David amal arayinu. Similarly, David says to arayinu. If the purpose was just to bring a chavr, to show an example that we see this idea in other places in Tanakh, the way Rashi does that is always by saying with a base at the beginning, meaning we see the same thing by David. He says, according to this explanation of Rashi, that Rashi is coming to tell us that even though this expression is not coming, but we see that the Torah sometimes will use this expression then Rashi's not coming to tell us what the words mean, because it's very understood what the words mean. He says, if the pshat of the Pasuk is clear, then why is he also explaining what the words mean? That he will pay the full value. Just bring the proof. It's, it's a funny Lashen, so we know what it means, obviously, from, the, from just reading the Psukim and reading the words, we know what it means. So it's weird, this type of an expression. So Rashi could bring a Chavar say, look, this is sometimes how the Torah refers to Kasef. And then you can erase the translation of the words Kasef Mali, what Rashi brings, of, of a Shalom Kal Shivya. So these are the two questions that uh, the Rebbe has on the 
Mephorshe Rashi. The Mephorshe Rashi want to say that, that the purpose of this is only, of Rashi is only to bring a Chaver. So the Rebbe says that's very hard to understand because of these two questions. Therefore, the Rebbe does not like um, that explanation of Rashi. So, And there, here's a few additional questions that we'll have on Rashi. This is regardless of the Purush that the um, Mephorshe Rashi have given. He says, since Rashi is expl- he writes the words Bekesef Male, and he wants to explain what these words mean, he should have just said, what does Bekesef Male mean? It means its entire value. Why does he have to add the word Ashalem, I will pay? That we know, that's what Pasuk says clear. Bekesef Male, so Rashi just say, Bekesef Male means its full value of silver, yet not only you will give the field to me through that. And we know that it means to pay for it. Right? Also, with the proof that he brings. Right? First of all, as we mentioned before, it says that it should have said, right? should have brought that base at the beginning. But second of all, it should have said it in short, because of Malay. We see the same idea by David that it says, because of Malay, um, if, if a proof was needed for what the translation of these words mean. Why bring this whole thing that who David was talking with? Rabir Bekalza. So the Pshad in all these questions. Bishkafa Rishayna, because of Malay, Mashma, Shakoi ala Kasef. Hainish Avram, my dear Bezesh, Matbeis, a Kasef, Yemelem, Vlichasar, Bimishkalam. He says that when you look at the words, because of Malay, you can translate it as full coins, like full coins of silver, meaning is that Avram was saying that he's going to pay with good coins, like full coins, not coins that have. Um, blemishes on them, or they're lacking part of the weight. Because of Malay, he says, Or like the Yushami wants to say on the words Kesef Malay, he says that means a type of coin which is called a Kintarin, which, as Rashi says, uh, large, large coins. So maybe Kesef Malay, why does it say the word Malay? It's telling you that the coin has to be complete, because A, it could be lacking, or B, like Yushami says, there are different types. There could be like thinner coins or bigger coins. So Avram Avinu is telling them that I'm going to give you the big coins, the full coins. Therefore, Rashi comes to negate this chat. He says, He has to say, no, 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 no. What do the words Malay mean? It doesn't mean that the coin has to be a, a, a complete, unblemished coin. Rather, it's a description of the field, that the field has to be bought with Malay, meaning it's for its full value, that the Malay is really going on the value, that the kasif will be paid according to the full value of the field. Avraham Avinu Amar, Bekasif Malay ha'inu ashalm kol hashivya shal hasada. Avram is saying, I will pay the entire value of the field, meaning that the money will be in this um, skum, this amount, that it will complete the, the fair market value, the entire value of the field. Meaning is I'm not going to give you this part of the value, meaning if it's worth $100,000, I'm not going to be chaser just giving you $75,000, so it'll be chaser, it'll be lacking in the full value of what it's really worth, rather I'll give you the full uh, full value. 
And this is the Hachrich of Rashi to explain it this way. Just the one point before we go on, that the Rebbe points out on R17 uh, that we see actually this point that Kesef Mali would mean the full value of the field. And um, where does Rashi know that Hitaka used these large coins where he know, Rashi knows that from other words in the parsha. Look at R seventeen. Rashi explains afterwards. This is the next discussion that Avram's negotiating with Ephraim, uh, buying the field. So it says it's missing the word vav. Ephraim usually has spelt with a vav in it. Um, over here, it's lacking. Why? Because. It's missing a vav because he said a lot of things. I'm going to give it to you for free and this and that. At the end, he didn't do anything. He didn't even do a little bit. Rather, he took large coins from him. And how do we know that he took these large cold called kantaren? So Rashi tells us because the Pasuk says, Oiver l'seicher. So Rashi knows that the big coins were used. It's not from the words kasef male. Rather, he knows that from the words oiver l'seicher, that the shkolem or oiver l'seicher, that they're able to be used anywhere. Kev avraham amarakshi sham kol shivya. Because Avram only said at the beginning that he'll pay in its entire value. And what happens? Ephraim comes and says, you know what? You just give me 400 shkalim over l'seicher. You know, just give me 400 shkalim, which are over l'seicher, meaning is they're the good, large kantaren coins that everybody wants. And therefore, Rashaim Eimrim Harbe, Vyolaf to Ephraim, Shakal Kantarim, it says that the Rashaim say a lot, but they, do, they don't do anything. And we learn this from Ephraim that he took Kantarim, which were So again, we see the Gemara also learns it's from the words Fine. So the point is like this. Um, that the words Kasef Mali, Rashi wants to say, doesn't mean that the coins are full, right? Because we know that the coins were good coins from the words Oyvulaseicher, which are going to be discussed later. But rather, at this point, all Avram Avinu is offering is just to pay the full value of the field. And only afterwards, Ephraim says, oh, that's not good enough paying the full value. I also want perfect, the best types of coin. So what's Rashi's hachrech? Um, it says, if you look at the, the whole story, we first see that Avram Avinu asks the Bnei Ches to give him, uh, give him the Ma'ars Machpelah, and you should give it to me with a Kesef Mala Yitnanuli, I'll pay the full value of it. So that comes as a Hemshech. Why? Why is Avram Avinu saying these words? Because he's coming to negate what the Bnei Ches, Ches said. The Bnei Ches told Avram Avinu, you are a leader, you're a Nasir Lakim, you're a great leader in our midst. Bury your dead wherever you, in the best of our kvarim, you shall bury your dead. Nobody will hold back their cover from him. Basically, what they were telling him is you can take the best spot wherever you want, and it will be for free. So Avram Avinu comes back and tells him, no, no, no. First of all, I don't want any place. I want a specific place. I want Mars Machpelah. And then second of all, he says, I don't want it for free, as you're offering. Rather, I want to pay Kol Shavya the entire value. So therefore... You see from the Hemshech of the Ksuvim that they're trying to say you can have it for free. 
So Mavram Avinu is telling them back, I don't want it for free, I want to pay for it. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. But if you want to say the Kesef Mali means large, large Shkalim, then the answer of Avramavinim saying, this is the type of Shkalim I'm going to give you, is not the main of the Taina. It doesn't make sense. They're saying, I'm going to give you the field for free. And he tells them, oh, I'm going to give you these large coins. First, you should say, no, I don't want it for free. I'm going to pay you. And then you can say, what am I going to pay you with? I'll pay you with these large coins. But at this point, it doesn't really fit. They're saying, we'll give it to you for free. And he says, oh, I'm going to give you large coins. Like it's, it's like a, they're speaking about two totally different things. Like it's like opposites. But according to Rashi, then it fits very well. They're saying, we want it for free. And he's saying, no, I want to pay the full value. Therefore, this is the reason of Rashi that he doesn't just say the words Kasef Mali means its entire value. He adds the words, I want to pay it. Because paying it um, is a proof. That, that's explaining why he wants to explain it this way and, it, uh, and not Kasef Mali refers to the money. Meaning since they're saying, I want to give to for free, and he's saying back, I want to pay for it, then obviously the Kasef Mali is not telling you the size of the coin. Rather, it's telling you that we're going to pay the full value of the, of the field. So that answers uh, the question, Gimel, that we had. Why does it say, Kol Shalem? He has to say Asham because that's really the proof of why he's translating the Pasuk in this particular way. He says, still, you could give a doichik, you could push the pshat of Mali even going on money. And some of Horsham actually, like the Redak, do explain that Kasef Mali goes on the silver, that it was complete coins. I, we just said that it doesn't fit. They're saying, we'll give it to free, and he answers, I'm going to give you big coins. He says, even though it doesn't fit so well, the answer back, but you could give a deichik and say that this that he says, I want to give you large coins or complete coins, that's automatically being nichlal what they're saying. They're saying, we're going to give it for free. And he's saying, no, I'm going to give you big coins. So basically, like between the lines, what he's basically telling them, like, I definitely don't want it for free. Rather, I want to pay the full price and not only just the full price. I even want to give the most perfect coins to pay for this field. So it's automatically included, in a sense, his refusal for their offer. So you could be, give a doichik and say that's what they're trying to explain. Therefore, in order for Rashi to negate this Peshat, that's why he brings the proof from David HaMelech. The David HaMelech told Ta'arayna because of Mali. So, as we're going to explain in a moment, basically the idea is that Rashi, is, his Kavanah is not to say, is not to bring another place that we see that Kasef Mali means paying for the full value of the field. Because that, we already know even from our Parsha, because that's what makes sense. Uh, sorry, it, it, Rashi's kavan is not just to bring another place where we see this expression of Kesef Malay. 
That's not what we're trying to do. Because if that was what we were trying to do, again, we should have said, V'chein bidavid. So he's not trying to show other places where we see this same expression being proven. Rather, he's bringing this, V'chein bidavid, it's actually, um, he, he's proving that the pshat that he's giving is the correct shot. Because we see by David, he uses the Kesef Mali, and over there by Kesef Mali, it must be that he's saying that I don't want a free gift. That's what David Malch was telling our, our, our Avna. I don't want a free gift. I want to pay for it. So by bringing David, is not just to show that the words Kesef Mali are sometimes used in Tanakh to be uh, meant to pay the full value of the field. Rather, it's, he's trying to prove that the words Kesef Mali is trying to negate that it's supposed to be a free uh, a free gift. He says the reasoning why David didn't wanted to pay wanted to pay for the field from Aravna with Kesef Mali. It says Klor in the Psukim. He says I don't want I don't want I don't want to take from you and raise up anything that belongs to you for Hashem and to bring up oilus for free. Meaning is he, he found it disrespectful to take a, a, a something from, uh, from our Avna and then use some, a gift, basically, and use that for Hashem. Hashem's uh, offerings and Hashem's makim and Middash can't be something that you receive for free, something that we worked for, something we, that we bought. We had to actually put some uh, blood and sweat into it. So therefore, it's clear from David's response that when he said Kasav Malay, he's telling, Aravna saying, I'll give it to you for free. And David Melech saying, no, I'm going to give it to you with Kasav, Kasav Malay which means the full value. That answers the next question. Why this arichus v'chein David amal ravna? Just say, v'chein b'david of mali. Because he wants to tell you that the, that we're trying to do over here, the proof is from the concept that's being discussed over there. David and Aravda are having discussion. Aravda is saying, I'll give it to you for free. David Melch is saying, I don't want it for free because that would be disrespectful. Rather, I want to pay for it. So that is the proof. And a look at R22, interesting point. So it's, it's known that in Ksuvin, Aravda actually has two names. In Divrei Hayyamim, he's called Aravda, while in Shmuel Beis, he's called Arnon. So, so, um, the question is, the name Aravna is how, how he's called in Sefer Shmuel. But the proof that Rashi brought was actually from Divri Hayom, because only in Divri Hayom does it use the expression Kasav Mali. But over there it says the words Arnon. So it should have been Arnon. Why is he bringing the name Aravna? It's like he's mixing the name, he's taking the name, his name from Shmuel and putting it by the Pasik of Divar Yan. She says, Shemaram is Gamal Isa Sipak Vish Bishmol Shasham Mafurish Shadavar Amal Lai Kana Ekna Mimitra Mikhir. The reason why Rashi does that is he's trying to hint, he wants you to really look at both stories. He wants you to look at the story of Divar Yamim and also at the story in Shmuel. Because in Shmuel, David says very clear, no, I want, I'm going to buy it from you according to its value. So that's, again, looking at both places, you really see the strong proof that when it says Kesef Malay, it's a negation of getting something for free. 
Another explanation why Rashi says has this arichas the lashon of David Amalar Ravna. So, and, and and according to this second explanation, it will sweeten why Rashi chose these specific words the Maramas on the topic that's being discussed there. Meaning as it could have been, meaning as if it was just for the first shot that we gave that we were, were Rashi's trying to hint that there was a discussion of Aravna trying to give it for free and David Malik saying, no, I want to pay. He could have hinted to that in many different ways. So, Okay, so he had to pick one way, so he picked this way. But according to the second shot that we're going to give, in these words specifically, uh, Rashi's telling us something. That these words specifically that he chooses, it's not, it's in addition to just telling us what that, that you have to look at the discussion over there, it's also telling us something very, very much in detail. He says, as a question, why did Avram Avinu want to buy the field and the, and the cave with Kesef Malay? He could have just taken it for free without any money. Minhadin, it belonged to him because Hashem told him, To your children, I will give this land. And at that point, we know Yitzchak was already born. So that promise that Hashem says that I'll give it to your children is already um, fulfilled. Meaning is, even though we know that there was a, a fight between the shepherds and of, the, of uh, Loit and the shepherds of Avram, that the shepherds of Loit were saying that everything belongs to Avram Avinu, therefore we could graze our fields wherever we want, while the shepherds of Avram disagreed because they said it wasn't given to him yet, it still was in the hands of the Prizi and the Kanani. But that was only because the promise that Hashem made to Avram Avinu was, I'm going to give it to your children. At that point, Avram Avinu didn't have any children. But at this point, he had the son Yitzchak. So therefore, the land Taka did belong to him. So therefore, he could have taken this kever for free. Therefore, Rashi answers that we see the same thing by David. David also could have taken it for free from Aravna, Alpidin, not because he's getting a gift. No, he could have taken Alpidin because the Taka belonged to David, meaning he's not getting it for free. Because it was, it was always his. Just like Avram Avinu wasn't getting anything from free from the, the Bnei Ches or from Ephraim. It already belonged to him because the promise of Hashem. Same thing by David already belonged to him. How do we know that? David Melech conquered Yushalayim from Aravna, the king, and therefore he was in the entire city from the din of Kibush. So he already owned it. So Nonetheless, David, when he came to build the Mizbeach, he wasn't satisfied that he was Zoycha in conquering it. And not even an additional type of Kenyan that our Ravna would give it to him. Rather, he wanted to buy it with Kasav Mali. He says, because I do not want to bring up to, to Hashem anything which is yours, and then the oilus will be brought up for free. If he would have just taken it from him because he conquered it, that would not have negated completely the connection of a Ravna to, the, to this threshing field. 
meaning is that even though that David would have owned it, Mitzad, I, I think this was Reb, the Rebbe's trying to say, I could be wrong, meaning is that even though David owned it, Mitzad, the halacha of Kibush, and therefore the entire land, land belonged to him, but that in a sense is like a general possession of the land. But you still could have Yechidim, individuals that own particular pieces of land. So even though David might have been able to have a schus, and he could take any piece of land that he wants, but the specific acquisition and kinyan that individuals have they still have a shaykhist to that land. Even though, again, David can maybe, uh, he owns it, he has a connection because of Kibush, and he could also seize it from them because of the din of Malchus, but that would still leave some type of shaykhist of them that it was seized by the king, um, and therefore it'd still be somewhat connected to him. I guess, uh, I guess if at some point the king doesn't need it, um, maybe they, they would get it back that I, I don't know. He says, even if Aravna would give him a gift, meaning is whatever shaykhis, the high shaykhis that he still had, uh, would be given to him, nonetheless, um, he didn't want to accept that. Because then it would still be a somewhat of a sechus that a Ravna would have, and he didn't want a Ravna to have any sechus, and need to belong completely and 100% to the Yidin. Therefore, David paid him with a kesef mali, the entire value, in order to remove any sechus that a Ravna had. So he didn't have any type of achiza and any type of connection to the Mizbech and the Karbanis. So they run to Shamar Shabbat, you cover Sarah, Uba Yah Kavor Gam Hu Vishar Ovis Vimois, Tisharbe Ba Ezish Shaykhus Lafran, but even Shmoy Lav Gates Bazaar, Chen Mian Lakatam in a din of Aflam and Skinam, Kim Shishal and Kolshevia. They're similar to Avramavini, who didn't want to take the Ma'ara that Sarah would be buried in, and him and the other Ovis Vimois, and they have some type of connection of Ephraim that his name of Ephraim would still remain on it. For example, this is the field that Ephraim gave as a gift to Avram. So even though legally it would belong to Avram, but it was the, it was the field that Avram gave, Ephraim gave as a gift to Avram. Therefore, no, he had to completely buy it. And it wasn't even this um, this gift that he was able to give. Rather, he gave, he had to pay for the entire mount. So therefore, there really was no more connection to him at all. Meaning it's even this goodwill, in a sense, when someone gives a, gives a gift, there's a goodwill that happens between the person who gave, gave it and, and the one who receives it. So even that, in a sense, that value that he still had in the field, that he could remind them, oh, this is the field that what once belonged to Ephraim, I gave it to you. So that, you know, in a sense, you owe me uh, some goodwill, even that he wouldn't, they didn't want them to have. So this answers all the questions that we had on Rashi. What, first of all, what's, what's Rashi really trying to explain? Rashi's trying to, of course, negate the other interpretation of Kesef Malay, that it means that the coins were full. Rather, it means that Kesef Malay Ashalim, he's saying it specifically means that he wants to pay them with the full value of the field and not take it for free just uh, as they wanted to offer it to him. And he brings a proof from David Amalach, because David also was able to take the field for free as a gift, or even more than that, he could have taken it midin because of the din of kibush. But nonetheless, they didn't want to take it for free, and they didn't want to even take it because min hadin it belonged to them. The, the reasoning is because they didn't want the goyim to have any type of shaykh as a connection to the mars machpela or the makim hamizbeach, and therefore they paid for it in its uh, full value. Uh, of uh, um, 
So Zion. Pirush Rashi Yeshna Minyom Flaim Ganan in a game of Shar Chelki Hatira, and they Pirush Rashi come and say, Shabbos Kushi Bechilak Halachish Batayra. He says, Rashi has many wonders in Yanim, even regarding other Chelki Hatira. And through this Pirush Rashi in our Pasik, we actually can answer Halacha Shabbatayra. This is a famous word from the Shalah. He says, if you're Madaktik the Pirush Rashi and you understand what Rashi is telling you, it also explains to you many, many other concepts in Rashi's Pirush. Rashi's Derek and Halacha, or how to explain different Gemaras, because if you look at how Rashi explains the Pasuk, of course the Gemara and the Halacha, everything's based on the Pesukim. So if you see how Rashi explains the Pasuk, you can see in a sense how he would learn um, the Gemara and the Halacha, and therefore would answer many things, and we'll give an example now. How the Karka Niknes Bekasav Nilman Mikamar Malkasav Sadus Bekasav Iknu. So we know that land, the land can be acquired in three ways, with um, money, or chazaka, you make an acquisition, like you um, do something to the land, you build a fence, you, 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 uh, you, you do some work in the land, or you uh, can buy it with money. So the question is, where do we know that money could buy a field? So that the Pasuk tells us in Yermia that it says, because if you knew that you acquire a field with money. So Pirish Patasis, how do I see Mikrodiksiv Gabi Afrin, Hain Shavram, Kanas Asad Bekasaf Afrin, Shandil Mahani Milimanachish, or Kalkinyad Bekasas? So the Shail is, why are you bring a Pasak from Yermia? Why aren't you bring a Pasak from Chumish? Right at the beginning. Parshas Chayasara. A, it's from Chumish, and B, it's much earlier. So Taisus answers is because maybe that's only from a guy, meaning a guy doesn't have these other types of acquisitions of Meshicha and, and Chazaka and Ashtar. Therefore, a guy only has Kasef. So bringing a proof from a guy would be, wouldn't work, because we could say maybe that's by a guy because he doesn't have any other option. By you, we wouldn't know. So that's Taisus's answer. But according to how Rashi learns the Pasik that he's going to pay the entire value, it's very clear and understandable why we can't prove anything from this Pasik that you're allowed to use silver to purchase land. He says, for two reasons. One, the Lai of Ram, Kanas Asad, the Bekes of Malik, calls Shivya. He says, first of all, you wouldn't even know. He says, besides for this, that you wouldn't even know in the main limit. The main limit is that you could buy, use money to purchase a field, is that you even could give one pruta, meaning let's say a field's worth a million dollars. Even if you give one pruta, one, uh, five cents, um, to buy that field, that would work. And you'd actually would acquire the field right away, and the field would belong to you. And of course, you'd have to pay back whatever you'd have to pay him the rest of the value. But by giving that first coin, the field belongs to you, and now you have a chayv to pay him the other, uh, you know, $1 million minus five cents. Because by Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu paid the full amount of money right away. So he paid the kasef mali. He paid the entire value. So Avram Avinu, we wouldn't be able to learn the main din that with one coin you're able to acquire an entire field, and you would be able to pay back whatever the value is at a later point. Just like by a star. When you give a star to someone, you own the field right away. Even though on the star it says you have to pay the guy a million dollars or whatever it is. When you get the star, the field belongs to you and you owe the person a million dollars. So same thing with money. You give one pruta and then you own the entire field. So you wouldn't be able to learn that from Avram even because he paid the full amount right away. So that says besides for that, he knew nice of Lazat. He says, Masha Avram Nasan as a Kasaf Asad al Afram, why be spill the nice ideas? He says another reason is because this that Avram gave in the, the Kasef to Avram wasn't in order to acquire it from him. 
because we already said that Avram could have taken it for him from Adin, from Minadin, because the land belonged to him. So why did he give him money? It wasn't to acquire the field. It was rather to remove any type of type of shaykhist that Ephraim to the field. Therefore, we can't learn out anything from here regarding Kenyan Kasab. Because usually, regarding Karka, the land belongs to one person, the seller, and the buyer wants to buy from him. But by Avram, Avram already owned the field. So this that he gave him money wasn't to actually purchase the land. That was just to remove any type of shaykhist that Ephraim, Ephraim had to it. So of course, that, you know, that wouldn't, from, from here, you couldn't prove anything about a regular sale where the purpose is to actually purchase the land. Chas. He says, uh, the Zer says the mitzvahs cannot be with uh, emptiness and, and for free, uh, meaning without any toil, because if you have mitzvahs being done easily, the mitzvahs will not dry down the Ruach of Kedusha. He says, this is the, when you get things for free, that's the seder of the umazah. How was Mitzrayim? As he says, that we ate the Mitzrayim for free. Rather, you need to work hard to fulfill the mitzvah with all your strength and with a complete reward. Meaning is that you're putting your energy into it. Because of Mali. And um, this is what Rashi says, that Avram paid the full value of the field, and David Melech also paid to Rabdan the full value, because he didn't want to have any, in his avoidus Hashem, the void of the Karbanis, the oilus should not go up for free. Meaning is the oilus in the sense, in our, in our situation, are the mitzvahs that we do. They cannot go up for free without any toil. And that's also Avram Avinu acted with his Gnils Chasadim. He worked hard. He, he ran himself to do the Gemilus uh, Chasadim. Um, I think but there's also a word from the Arizal that the Arizal says never would pay always the, the price asked when he wanted to do a mitzvah, even if it was much. He would never negotiate to fulfill a mitzvah. So even if the individual would ask him for a high price, he would pay that price because he wanted to have this idea of kasef mali. He doesn't want to have it for free, even a discounted price. It has to be with it, its full kasef mali. So haroi mazeh. The lesson of Raida Ruchnius for every individual is that our job is to mevar and to purify this world through our Avaid and Taramitsis, and specifically the place where you're found. You have to be the Balabas of the area that you are. You have to own that land. And as the Rebbe brings on R44, we know the answer that Samach Tzadik to a chassid that wanted to go up to Eretz Yisrael, that Samach Tzadik told him, meaning is you have to acquire and own Eretz Yisrael right here. The Kavana is that you have to, that you have to own the Mokim that you are and make it into Eretz Yisrael through paying and doing the Avoida and the Shtadlus of your Avoida Sashem Anan in an easy way. Person should not send, say, like, I have very good talents, I'm very intelligent, and naturally Torah was given to me as a gift, and I'm, easy, I'm able to fulfill the mitzvah easily. 
because the Nefesh Bahamas, the Yitzhar, don't hide so much. Meaning he's a, he's a, he's a in a sense, the, the Satanya explains, he's a Moir he's a person with, um, naturally, he's not a passionate person that is running after Averis. He's more of an intellectual type of a person. Therefore, it's much easier for him to learn the Torah and he's, he's successful in it and he doesn't really anyways desire physical things. He's an intellectual that desires intellectual ideas and ruchnias. Therefore, he says, the union of Yagiba Vaid is not really for me because for me, it's, you know, I could do it easily. Therefore, the lesson comes from Avram and David that they didn't want to acquire uh, their portion, even the portion that was theirs, Medin, in an easy way. Rather, they wanted to give the full value. Even someone who can fill and do, learn Tyre and fulfill the mitzvahs without toiling. Nonetheless, in order to purify your portion of the world, that it should go completely out of the Mimshal Saklipa and make a dear for Hashem, that's Dafka through the Avayd of Yagiyah, just like by Avram Avinu, the only way that that field completely left the Shaykh Safarin was by paying the full value. As we know in R46, in addition to the, what the individual is saying, that it's very easy for me and I can fulfill it. So the point that the Rebbe is saying is, even if that's true, it doesn't matter. Because if you want to remove this, your avoida and your chalik in the world, that you have to be mavar from the, uh, the umaz, that you have to work. He says even more than that, the Rebbe is saying that ara. It's not even true. If you're saying you get it easy, that means I'll tell you. Not only that, I'll trust the person. The person saying that I got this thing easily, either he's lying and he had taka hat to work for it, or he doesn't really have it. By days that, back in the Pnei, Megillah and the Pchinas, Arba Meis Shakal Kassel, Oivel Seicher, Tov Almin Duchsufim, Di Rossi, Di Rossi Tzidkaya, Di Rossi Tzidkaya, La Alma Daasi, Eskalus Pchinas Sevakam of Amcha Kulam Tzadikim. He says, through that, you reach the 400 Kassel, 400 Kassef of silver, which is um, fit to be used for uh, for the market. So, the Zohar says, what are these 400 coins? So the 400 coins that um, Avram Avinu gave to Ephraim is ultimately the void of the tzaddikim that we needed, is the 400 worlds that the tzaddikim will inherit, which it says is the skalos bechines seivikolam. It's explained in Zayar that the, uh, the 400 worlds of pleasure, the chesufa means pleasure, uh, this is the level of tainug uh, of Hashem, which is in this world, the ar and seif, the tainug, which is uh, atik, which is soiviv kolam, and that's why it's called soicher. Soicher means circling, like a, like the like the merchant circles. So in a sense, also this level of tiny comes from the level of cancer, which circles the world because it's above it. So it's a very high level of pleasure. And the vart is that through our avoda, we're able to pure. We're through our avoda, we're going to be zeicha to these four hundred worlds of pleasure that the tzaddikim will get, which is the gilu of soiviv kolamim, v'amchukulim tzaddikim. So therefore, meaning is we're all our tzaddikim, and through all our avoda, each one of us will be zeicha. Gracias.